We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thanks for calling Toyota. This is Jan. I just adopted a new best friend, and I'm looking for a Toyota so we can make the most out of summer. With a new RAV4, you can take your pup for a drive up the coast. You can take a Prius to the park. Or you can take a Tundra to kayak at a remote lake. One problem, Jan. Oh? My new best friend's a cat. Your summer starts here, but it all ends June 3rd. Toyota, let's go places. Dealer inventory may vary, so your participating Toyota dealer for details. Visit your Front Range Toyota stores today. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast, brought to you as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up. Welcome to an an FAC, a Friday afternoon club edition of the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am Susie Hunter, and this is <laughs> this is technically the first post-game show of the year because the Rockies just wrapped up a spring training game against the San Francisco Giants, honestly, like within the past hour. So we've actually got some fresh sound for you. The freshest sound you could ever dream of is coming your way. And the good news about today's game, we are back home in the crone zone. Home sweet crone zone. Crone zone. This is a, I'm making this unnecessarily hard for me. And we got DJ Yaya producing today. Then we got DJ Mitch coming in. <laughs> DJ Merch. DJ Merch. Where's our live studio audience today? Oh, oh there, 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 there. <laughs> this is going to be a good show. We have a lot to talk about. Um, of course, we got to talk about CJ Crone mashing today. Elikiris Montero also mashing today. Austin Gomber. Good at pitching again. We missed that last year. 
he might be back. He had a good outing today. But also, Rockies continue to be plagued with injuries, of course. Uh, Sean Bouchard, it's looking like he's going to need surgery for his his bicep injury. And this could be season-ending, but no matter what, it's going to take up a lot, a lot of his season. So that's really sad to see because he was really – he was really going for it. You could like see it in his eyes too when I talked to him at spring training. Like he was in a really good mindset. He was so ready to pop off this season. He was so ready to build on what he did at the end of last season. So I'm wishing him the best. I hope it I hope it works out. That's rough. But you know what isn't rough? Today's game. Rockies, Giants, an 8-1 win over the San Francisco Giants at Salt River Fields today. Or as I like to call it, the the cross Scottsdale scramble. This would be better if I could, like, get a word out. But, yeah, Austin Gomber got the start. He is getting into a groove. And, um, you know, we got to hear about what he had to say after that outing. It kind of sounds like it's a no-thoughts-just-vibes kind of situation. But, yeah, yeah, do we have that audio ready to go? You know, as you continue to do the stuff over and over, more repetition, it just becomes more natural. So I didn't feel like I was thinking as much about what I was trying to do. I kind of have gotten to the point where I can kind of feel what I'm trying to do now since we've been working on it all spring. So that was nice as far just, you know, to have fewer thoughts in your head, you know, just kind of be able to focus on what I'm trying to do, um, you know, get into a spot where I can kind of feel you know, when something goes wrong, I can feel it. So um, that's always nice instead of being able to being able to come after the game, come in and look at video to get to a spot where you can kind of feel it on the mound and make that quick adjustment. So, um, you know, I'm very, very pleased with where I'm at. And, you know, we'll continue to try to build from here. I was telling Daryl about this, too. I, I just feel more comfortable out of the stretch right now with the you know, making the changes we've made, it's kind of simpler. It's it's a simplified approach. So, um, you know, I'll probably throw my next bullpen all wind up, you know, just try to get that same feel there. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely definitely pleased with where I'm at, pleased with what I'm, you know, able to do right now with the ball. So um, I feel good about it. Austin Gomber feeling good about where he's at right now at spring training. But Black had some thoughts on his start, too. Yeah, yeah, let's roll it. Yeah, I mean, he was extremely frustrated with the leadoff walks, but I thought on balance, much better command of the fastball. Uh, impressive use of the changeup, which I think is going to be a big pitch for him. A uh, couple good sliders. All in all, I thought it was a good outing, efficient, uh, albeit the two leadoff walks on, on eight pitches. is not something we talked about, maybe some in-between inning stuff that he could – focus on. Any starting pitcher will tell you they want to pitch out of the windup. But that's, you know, again, that was his, you know, that was his reality today. So you uh, got some work out of the stretch. All right. Sorry about that. Also, sorry about the hammering in the background, which is it. I mean, it is literally happening right outside of this window. They're fixing a window at the bar, and it's it's so loud. So I apologize to our listeners. This show's just so good. People are, like, banging to get in. This show's literally banging. <laughs> bang, bang. Um, yeah, so that's totally the most disruptive thing. I was like, wow, okay, cool. Like, we're just going to, like, totally shit on the Susie show? And yeah, yeah, I was like, no, it was like every other show this afternoon. So I won't take it personally. Sometimes I do. I do be taking it personally. All right. We are going to break down this game. So the Rockies snagged an early lead today over the Giants. The Rockies got on the board thanks to a CJ Crone double. 
Then, of course, Charlie Blackman also, some mid-back stiffness today. We got to keep an eye on that. But Thomas Harding says that he talked to him, and it's not a big deal. Not a big deal. I'm watching because For, we've had too many Rockies injuries. Yeah, and an older player getting back stiffness. Eh, like, it doesn't seem very comfortable to me to start uh, the season. That sounds awful. This That sounds as awful as this sounds in here. <laughs> it's I'm telling you, people are banging a Kim and Tia Susie show live. <laughs> Literally banging. So funny. I wish I could multitask and listen to this and talk about the Rockies at the same time. Uh, it's so unfortunate. Then CJ Crone, of course, in the third inning, a two-run homer, his first home run of spring training. Good to just, like, get that off of our bucket list, the CJ Crone two-run homer. And then in the fifth, Elahiris Montero, a three-run home run. It was an absolute bomb. The San Francisco broadcasters were shook. They were shooketh. It was nice. So that made it 8-1 Rockies. That ended up being the final score. Not too much happened after that fifth inning. But, man, we love to see Elahiris Montero out there thriving, just competing for that job because Bud Black is really giving him some competition to work with. Oof. By the way, we might have a special guest coming on the show in a little bit, a surprise special guest. Another Sagittarius. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. So, yeah, we got some great production from uh, from these guys. We got some great production from our hitters. And Bud Black, of course, had some thoughts on it, too. Yeah, yeah, let's roll it. Yeah, I mean, he was extremely frustrated with the leadoff walks, but I thought... Yeah, I mean, he was extremely frustrated with the leadoff walks, but... I thought on balance, much better command of the fastball. Uh, impressive use of the changeup, which I think is going to be a big pitch for him. A uh, couple good sliders. All in all, I thought it was a good outing, efficient, uh, albeit the two leadoff walks on, on eight pitches is not something we talked about, maybe some in between. All right, that wasn't quite the right pit. That wasn't quite the right uh, clip, but we will work on getting that. We'll work on getting that in a little bit. For now, you know what? Let's let's talk about some of our favorite friends, some of our favorite sponsors here at DNVR. Because here at DNVR, I'm gonna, we're our own sponsor apparently. Listen up, fam. The DNVR bar here on the corner of Colfax and York is just the place to be. First of all, we're going to have such a fun Nuggets watch party tonight. And it's also FAC. We're facking it up tonight, Friday Afternoon Club. If you're not a diehard already, you're missing out on getting 15% off your whole tab when you are coming to the bar. You are getting 20% off of everything from dnvrlocker.com, and you're getting 20% off of our tailgates, our party buses. We have a Rockies takeover coming up, so you'll save on that too. And that annual membership comes with a free T-shirt from dnvrlocker.com, not just when you sign up, but every damn year. And you get access to our Diehards Only Discord, too, where you can find out about how you can join our March Madness bracket pool. Ooh, sneaky stuff. So, yeah, head to thednvr.com and listen, become a diehard. Join the fam. And you know who is fam, always? 
Breck Brew. Breck Brew is fam. I'd have a Breck Brew right now if I had time to grab one. But Breck and DNVR, they have teamed up to give some lucky DNVR fans the ultimate game day experience. We saw our Avs winners out there on Thursday. That was last, that was last night. Yeah. Where did the week go? So yeah, two lucky fans got to enjoy sitting five rows up from the rink last night. And for the Nuggets giveaway, it might be even better because you will get courtside seats, courtside seats, Lexus Club access, DNVR gear, and the cherry on top, a parking pass at Ball Arena. Doesn't get any better than that. So here is how you enter. Head to the DNVR.com slash Breck Sweeps. Then complete the form to enter. Make sure you're following Breck and DNVR on social media. You must be 21 or older, but the link is in the show's description. Winners will be selected one week before the game, and that Nuggets game is Thursday, March 30th against the New Orleans Pelicans. Did I mention courtside? Did I mention start getting that courtside fit ready? All right. We got to talk about Jive Hive. Jive Hive, what an incredible business. What a revolutionary idea. A dispensary on wheels. Think like Amazon, but for weed. It is incredible, especially if you don't want to leave your house. Maybe you don't have time. Maybe you are working in a field where you don't want people to see you out of the dispensary. You want your privacy. Maybe you have trouble getting out of the house. Whatever it is, Jive Hive has you covered, and even better, they don't have to pay for those expensive brick and mortars here in Denver, where real estate is just so expensive all of a sudden. They uh, they keep their prices low because they don't have that brick and mortar. It's a really good deal. So yeah, Jive Hive, that's J-I-V-H-Y-V-E.com. Get your order delivered the same day or schedule a delivery window, and they will be there to say hi. Now serving Monument, Falcon, Peyton, Fountain, Woodland Park, Security, Whitefield, Aurora, Greenwood Village with more to come. That's JiveHive, J-I-V-H-Y-V-E dot com. All right. Let's talk about... Oh, we still have some more. We still have some more news to talk about from yesterday because Erwan Marquez got his second start of spring training. Of course, he was delayed a little bit with that hamstring strain, which is keeping him out of the mix right now for Team Venezuela, which he was so excited to participate in. He was so excited to be one of the starters for Team Venezuela. They make it to the second round. He could still be in the mix. He doesn't know yet. He says that he would still be be into it. He would still be willing to. So, yeah, we definitely wanted to hear how he was feeling after that second start. Spoiler alert, he says he feels pretty good, but here's what he had to say about it. Let's roll it. Yeah, it was okay. It was good, but you know, I got to jam a little bit. My plan today was good. I feel I like what I, what I, what I did today, and uh, I, I have to keep working on everything that I've been working. My plan was, you know, to go inside more, you know, both, both sides, right and lefty. And I think I got pretty good, my fastball. All right, he's feeling good. He looks a little, I don't know, sometimes, do you think that looked like a sad Marquez? Marquez, or a happy Marquez. Marquez always kind of looks sad to me. He always had like that puppy dog face he where he's like, "Does like it's cute. I like it. I'm attracted. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but it's not something that like, oh, this guy's having the best time of his life, no matter what he's doing." 
fun story about Marquez. My mom did get to meet him. She cleaned her ha- his house. No way. She took a picture, sent it to me, and she's like, guess where I'm at? Nicest guy in the world, apparently. Super he is, nice. He is super nice. I've seen him interacting with fans out and about, and he is so generous with his time when he is meeting people. It's really sweet to see because I know it means it means so much to fans of all ages, seeing him interact with kids. I'm like, okay, that this is like, he, he was so nice to my dad. He looks just like a genuine dude. He's I don't know. such a genuine dude. I don't know if it's like that Latin vibe that he gives off that's just like, I'm always happy. But he has the puppy dog face, which makes you think he's mad at you. It's so weird with him. Oh, my gosh. He's so funny. He's too much. Um, uh, I was, you know what? That second start was in the Team Mexico versus the Colorado Rockies game. Did you catch that, Mr. Team Mexico? I have not, but I am cheering my boys on from all the way from Colorado. You must have been happy yesterday because the Rockies lost to Team Mexico 11-1. to 1. I will say that I'm in a lose-lose win-win situation. Either one wins, I'm like, let's go, Rockies won. Mexico wins, I'm like, let's go, they won. But also, my You're such team, a bandwagoner. Get the hell out of here. I'm a Rockies fan. I was born and raised a Rockies fan. I'm from Colorado, but I'm also like my Mexican roots. Anything has a Mexico flag, I'm cheering for it. That's who I am. And, and you know you gotta you're so torn right now. I bet. I bet yesterday was just a really stressful situation. I had for no you. sleep yesterday. If I'm honest with you, I stayed up till five in the morning just thinking about this. So I was <laughs> like, do I want to be Colorado or do I want to be Mexican today? <laughs> I'm speechless. Leave it. Marissa's like, can't you be both? Not when they're playing against each other, which they did yesterday. Yeah, Marissa, whose side are you on right now? Rockies or Team Mexico? Thank you. She said Rockies. You'll just have to take my word for it. <laughs> she didn't say Rockies. I'm closer. She yeah, said oh Mexico. my gosh, no. Yeah, he's a liar. He. Who are you going to believe? The guy always. that the guy that turns off the camera, or the the uh, person in front of the camera? D- turn off the camera. I dare you. I dare you to stop there this. We, oh, oh, it's gone. Oh and we're my back. Gosh. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, we're having a Friday. Um. We got to keep talking about Marquez because uh, Buddy also had some stuff to say about that second start of his against Team Mexico. It's still early for Herman. It's only a second outing. You know, for him, it's about getting. You know, you know, getting in, uh, you know, the mental state that his hamstrings in a good spot, and after each outing like today, he's more comfortable. He's more confident in the hamstring. Today, fastball location I think was a key. Uh, he wanted to move the ball in and out to both left and right-handed hitters. Uh, I thought I saw some good things out of Herman today. So, again, March, uh, March 9th. You know, I think uh, he's in a good spot considering that he was a little bit behind because of the hamstring injury. I mean, isn't that exactly what you want to hear about Armand Marquez, one of our, our definite starters for this season that we obviously desperately need? That he's, he, But he's happy with what he's seeing, and he's feeling good, and he's pretty much not thinking about the hamstring. The mental part's just as important, you know? Just as important. Um... All right. We also have, we have like so much great content for this show. We even have a pre recorded segment from Patrick. Actually, insane how much content is in this there's, one it's actually, show. There's so much content, we can't keep it straight. <laughs> you really can. Me and Lily were struggling five minutes before. Like, we got our things together, but we're also like, we're confused a little well, bit. Well, it's like the thing is, um, all of this audio came to us 
like right before the show started too. So it's like the Rockies are so amazing at getting out all of the post game interviews and like those just came, they're just the scheduling right yeah, after the show. I think we do have check. We do have the pre-recorded. When we do have the pre-recorded segment. Check check your Slack because we have um, uh, the audio from Bud Black. I'm so tongue twisted today. We have the audio from Buddy about our little home run derby today. Elahiris Montero is popping off. All of all of our most reliable dudes were getting hits. Buddy was so happy with this. You could tell he was in such a good mood after this game. But do we have it loaded? He, we're gonna. He's gonna give us a second. But yeah, we're what? We got it. We got. We got it. All right, let's roll it. I think so. He's getting more comfortable. I, you know, again, I don't, I'm not sure he's put. I think so. He's getting more comfortable. I, you know, again, I don't, I'm not sure he's putting a lot of pressure on himself or not. But, you know, he's capable of a day like today, a big home run. You know, a well, uh, uh, you know, you know, well timed at bat to get the walk. So, uh, again, I thought that. You know, even the ball he flew out to center, that was a good swing just underneath. But that was a good game for Monty. Crone, good swings. Again, I, I think Chris is in a good spot. We need those two guys. They're middle-of-the-order bats that have to produce. Uh, I thought Mac had a couple good at-backs, too, with the walks. And he got the catcher's interference. Good day for Mac. So, uh, again, I think it was, you know, the Crone, Bryant, Montero, McMahon, uh, you know, the guys that we count on in the middle, they did a nice job today. Yeah, so that was Bud Black talking about Elihiris Montero and how that was such a great game for him. Um, and, of course, the you know the rest of the lineup that really showed up today. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. I will say real quick that uh, mm. Susie should be getting praised, just like uh, Bud Black was getting praised. Bud Black was praising for getting all this content together within five minutes and the Internet taking the <laughs> shit on her. So I think... Some we we gotta clap it up for her a little bit. Oh, like. thank you, thank you. Oh my gosh, you guys, thank you, thank you so much. I, I appreciate you. And you know what? That's how you know we do this show live because we're like, okay, look, let's get this clip going. <laughs> Behind uh, we get to unveil the the secrets of DNVR live on TV. The little yes, you know what? It's this is what makes it exciting. This is what makes it interesting. It's live. You never know what's gonna happen. And you know what else is live? And you never know what's gonna happen. American Raptors at Infinity Park. They are the newest team in the Columbia Rugby Federation. They play here at Infinity Park. They are the only North American team in this new league, which I think is absolutely wild. They've got six matches at Infinity Park. They've got six matches on the road. And you can stay up to date with all of the news around the Raptors. Move to the brand new Super, Rugby's, um, Super Rugby Americas by following along at dnvr underscore rugby on twitter colton strickler our dude keeps you updated with weekly podcasts and regular written content too and listen this is you cannot miss american raptor raptors rugby because they come from all different kinds of backgrounds like football basketball baseball wrestling soccer track and field and more these athletes have all the necessary skills to excel at rugby so just like incredible athletes have to have to catch a Raptors game, the even better part 
They are totally free. So head over to AmericanRaptors.com, grab your free ticket for the upcoming season. And if you can't make it to a game, AmericanRaptors.com will be streaming all of them from their website. Doesn't get any better than that. I'm not sure if we've got lines on DraftKings for American Raptors, but listen, it is baseball season. We've got all kinds of lines for the regular season for spring training. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly if you win. You can also get in on the NBA. we got the Nuggets playing tonight. You can do some same-game parlays, get some leggy bets up in there. Spring training bets are live as well. They are listed under MLB preseason. You can bet on league winners, division winners, individual end-of-year award winners, over-unders on all 30 teams. What is the over-under on the Rockies right now? I think it's not something that makes me happy. 69? I, I think it was last year. Last year it was 69. I think it's lower this year. Uh, that is brutal. That's so brutal. Is this the first? <laughs> Not nice. Not nice. K-Max. All right. Well, anyway, whatever you want to bet on, DraftKings Sportsbook has that for you. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code DNVR. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in bonus bets Instantly, only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. We have a fantastic pre-recorded segment. I know we have been talking a lot about injuries, about the Rockies' injuries, about our guys coming back from injuries. Um, uh, Patrick Lyons and Spencer Smith broke down some other really wild injuries across baseball. Here it is. Okay, Spence, now is injury season where guys are getting hurt. They're, you know, they had a good off-season training program, but still hamstrings get pulled. You know, Tommy John surgery is needed, as we know, with our guy Lucas Gilbreth. But there are also guys still training, doing things like uh, Joe Musgrove of the San Diego Padres, who dropped a kettlebell on his foot. So he his opening day is in jeopardy. And that's just a weird injury to have, like also as a baseball player too, because you don't think about weights when you're playing baseball and, and to drop a weight on your foot and to know that's going to kind of derail your season, that sucks. Yeah, just this time of the year sucks. Injuries are always shitty, but they, they're they even worse when you're like getting excited for a season. You know, if like something happens mid-season, the guy's out, you're like, all right, you know, what we got him for a few, we got to see what he's like, but now it sets the clock back an entire another year where, and you, the thing is now with technology, you, you hope they come back better, stronger, you know, the classic cliche. Um, but you never know. You just never know if a guy's going to come back the same, especially uh, some of these injuries where then they're, they think about it. And, uh, right. and then that's a thing where they're, it's in the back of their mind. They may be fully healthy according to a doctor or an outside source, but in the back of their mind, that injury is still there. It is amazing how they have to, push themselves to go because throwing a baseball is so, like so unnatural so to like do it and be like okay i hope my arm doesn't break again which brian anderson is, is a guy who literally broke his arm throw, pitching so that's wild so i thought it'd be a good time to go in and look at some of the worst no one no one dropped a kettlebell on their foot um, but i think we have a couple that are kind of can go toe to toe to use a uh, <laughs> uh, that's a, a phrase here pun. there you go uh inadvertently uh, but to go toe to toe with with this injury um, all time in Rockies history. So for me, the top five 
Number five would start with Josh Outman, a lefty uh, reliever who missed time. He had an oblique injury because he suffered from food poisoning and he, he strained his oblique vomiting. That's that, I, can, I can see that. I actually have a, a f- I, I don't know if, I've never Googled it, but I have a fear of vomiting. Like, I'm actually terrified of it. I really? will do anything in my power to not throw up. Um, and so being having that injury will probably never be a thing for me unless I'm trying to hold it back so much that, that I strain my own oblique. Could be. Emetophobia is what you have. I have emetophobia. You do. Um, yeah, it's, it's real. I'm, I'm terrified of puking. Why? I don't know. I, I can't explain. He's it. sweating now. There's like sweat coming from your body. I used to like I used it. to puke all the time, like not for good reasons, like <laughs> you know, in college and whatnot. And now I, I will do anything wow. in my physical power to not throw up. Okay, Nolan Arenado does everything in his physical power to not dive headfirst into first base because as we know, sprinters don't do that. Why are baseball players doing that? Number four for all time worst and silliest Rockies injuries is Nolan Arenado diving into head first, breaking his finger, and you don't. I mean, didn't we see Eric Burns? Don't we know you don't go through head first? You, you sprint right through. It's like a finish line. Yeah, one of my favorite all-time Rockies memories is Eric Burns flat on his face as Todd Helton's raising his arms up to the to the ceiling after that Diamondbacks win. Um, but yeah, th- I, I have they done a study on that as far as like, oh, like it's actually faster to sprint through it? Does it just feel faster to sprint I mean, to no, it, it just it? it just is. Like you almost have to slow down to get your body lower to like touch the the base. I mean, it makes sense in other, you know, going to second, third and, and home because, you know, you don't right. have the ability to go through the base. You have to right. be tethered to it. So you've, you've got to land on that spot. Essentially with baseball, you, you run through it. Like that's the benefit that allows you to get down. Again, sprinters don't dive through the finish line ever. They run through. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. What doesn't make sense is, is pitchers hitting. So we've, we've gotten rid of that. Uh, that happened, unfortunately, to Brett Anderson, if you remember him, for I hate, one I, season. I hate him so much. <laughs> I think he actually has me blocked on Twitter. Wow. I, I used to talk so much shit about him. The vitriol. Uh, he broke his finger hitting a baseball uh, back when pitchers were, were allowed to hit off of Matt Kane, And so that's kind of embarrassing to just... It's like it's like you're, you have an axe in your hand, you're chopping down a tree, and ah, I, I hurt my finger doing something manly like that. It's just... Just hitting a baseball broke his finger. Yeah, that's and uh, had to go on the IL. Super unfortunate injury. But that's bad. The fact that it happened to Brett Anderson, I'm okay with it. All right, number two, an active player, Jordan Lyles. Uh, he broke his hand covering home plate. Okay, doesn't sound bad so far. Um, Martin Prado slid into him, but uh, the runner was a safe, and b it was after a wild pitch. So talk about adding literal insult to injury. <laughs> right. You throw a wild pitch and you're like, so, oh, I got to cover home plate. Next thing you know, you got a broken hand and you're, you're kind of out for a while. Self-inflicted wounds. Oh. Another one where it sounds like he kind of deserved it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. That is unfortunate though. He's made, He's going to, by the time his career is up, he's going to make like $45 million. Not not bad. Yeah. About not, $44 million I'll make in my lifetime. So Not bad for like a number, a career like number four, number five starter. Right. So. Just can't believe he's still around. He's a right-hander. If he was a lefty, I'd, it'd make more sense. But, uh, but number one all time, everyone's probably right now going. We know, we remember which one. Two thousand five, Clint Barmus carrying deer meat from Todd Helton breaks his collarbone. Wow, that's just so weird. It's a weird injury to begin with. Like not a ton of baseball players break their collarbones, but to do it because you are carrying deer meat, that's weird. Yeah, some of these injuries, it just 
kind of relays all back to the fact that these athletes are human. And like, sure. yeah, we see them on the on the diamond, but they have to go home and, you know, they're changing light bulbs. They're doing, you know, well, most of them, probably <laughs> some of them are just having that stuff paid for, you know, hanging Christmas lights, just simple yeah. stuff like that. I mean, you can get hurt walking around your house. Yeah. You know, this morning I couldn't even get, I, I almost fell getting in the shower because I got these like high tubs and I jammed my knee. Like I might be out for a week if I was a professional <laughs> baseball player. Man, I didn't know you had it like that with those high tubs. Well, I remember Phil, didn't Phil Mickelson like... Uh, in one of the majors, like he was just like lifting his kid up and hurt himself. Yep. And one of the greatest golf injuries that I, I have quote unquote inside info on through a a few different references. Um, but Dustin Johnson, I want to say four, three or four years ago, master's tournament, the the end all be all, this is like the world series of, Mm -hmm. of golf. He got hurt, hurt his back and had to withdraw before Friday's round. So he played one round, had to withdraw. Um, and Everybody said, you know, like uh, they, the, a lot of these injuries, I think, are hidden, and yeah. and you know they'd say something, and you know they said, uh, you know, strained back. He was actually having a night filled with cocaine, fell down the stairs at his rental house, and <laughs> that's how he got hurt and had to miss the Masters. Allegedly or officially? Allegedly, <laughs> I'm going to say that because I'm on camera. We got it, but in, I, I I got the allegedly within the window. Talk I have about a pitch vi- clocks. I, I have a allegedly. Very, I have there. a very good source that that knows exactly what happened. That, that you, night. the source is official, but the story is alleged. 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 All right, guys. Do, do I get half the check that we just saved on lawyers uh, from from dodging that bullet? I, I did a good job. Um, some other weird ones. Dustin Moore, who didn't play very much for the Rockies, but he, he's a big leaguer. Uh, he got injured uh, on a Clint Clint Barmas walk off celebration. That's one of those weird ones. Those are, Kendry yeah. Morales. That's actually kind of sketchy when they're all jumping yeah, around. Right? Like you never know. Twist an ankle. Um, Justin Simmons for the Broncos two years ago uh, at the game it was a Jets game later in the season tore his ACL uh, jumping up celebrating a pick that he just had. Jumped up, you know, the teammate where they both jump up at the same time, hit shoulders or whatever, came down, done for the season. Who was it? And I'm going to beat myself up because when you say the name, I'm going to know it. Redskins quarterback. He Joe Theismann? No, oh, that Robert was a Griffin. bad injury. Robert Griffin. No? Well, he, he, I think he ran in for a touchdown and he like headbutted the, the wall, the padding, and like jacked himself up. Oh, or was I, it a kicker? There, there have been some crazy kicker injuries. I think <laughs> right. Martin Gramatica tore his ACL celebrating a game-winning kick yes. after he jumped up. I remember that. Um, but yeah, in, in the NFL, like you, any sport, really, like celebrations. If you get hurt during a celebration, that's like a, uh, that's bad. That's a bad look. Do you remember Milton Bradley? Yes, that name. So he tore his ACL when, kind of, Bud Black threw him on the ground. So Milton Bradley was just he was wild, man, and he got called out at first base. You know, you have review back then, wouldn't have been an issue. Probably would have overturned it. He got in the ump's face, and Bud's like just trying to separate him. So he didn't push him at all. He just almost got between them. Bradley kind of fell, boom, tore his ACL. And I was like, oh, oh this was back when when Buddy was uh, was managing San Diego. So like that was a brutal one. Uh, Adam Eaton, uh, who was uh, was a pitcher, he, was, he finished his career up with Colorado. Uh, back when he was with San Diego, he cut himself while opening a DVD, which to some people watching this is like. A, what's a DVD? B, why are you cutting yourself? But if you've ever opened up a DVD or a CD, you know that can happen. Oh, 100%. You know that can happen. There was actually an, an Indiana basketball player this last week 
who missed three days of practice because he put himself in a basically a coma from <sighs> drinking six Monster Energy drinks after a after a basketball game. So he drinks he drank five afterwards, one before the game. Went home. He said he likes to play video games and get like a um, a mel or not melatonin, a serotonin like a deuce coma yeah. from these Monster Energy drinks. Had to miss three days of practice because of Monster Energy. Oh, there goes that sponsorship. Uh, <laughs> we we also former. Uh, he was a coach for a period of time with the Rockies. Uh, also was a manager a long time uh, in AAA. Glenn Allen Hill, afraid of spiders, and he had a dream that he was being chased by a spider, and so it was like a nightmare. Ran around his home, fell on a glass table, cut up his foot. He was out for a period of time. That's one of my all-time favorite injuries. Jeremy Athelt from the 2007 team, if you remember, uh, he cut himself separating frozen burgers. Also sprained his knee when his son jumped in his arms. Like, <laughs> oh, but that's, that's a real, that's a pitcher. So you go, yeah, pitchers, that's going to happen kind of doing something unathletically, right? Yeah, you got like... Like I'm sure if if Bart if Bartolo Colon has a son and he looks anything like Bartolo Colon, if he jumped into his arms, that would be injury. Oh, we need a Bart Jr. Cutter. We need a Bart Jr. Uh, Ricky Henderson, one of my all-time favorite injuries. Um, he had uh, frostbite, so he missed a couple games in frostbite because he was icing his foot in August and he left it on too long, so he missed time for getting frostbite. Really, in August, like. <laughs> You can't make this up. Kevin Mitchell once uh, microwaved a donut and chipped his tooth and missed some time. Like, Jesus. Baseball players have some weird injuries. Wade Boggs missed some time uh, trying to put his boots on. Like, Man, these guys have it rough. Baseball players, yeah, they, uh, they, they've got issues for sure. Uh, Roberto Clemente once fell out of a hammock and rolled down like a steep slope. <laughs> That that's a real injury. Half of this stuff, like, don't you think you would just lie to like yeah. the people and be like, "Yo, like, I did this in a bullpen or at practice." Or maybe you're doing something worse than that because I know Jeff right. Kent said he was washing his car and he slipped, or maybe it was he was washing his boat and it was like, uh, actually, he might have been playing basketball or he was riding motorcycles. Like Fernando Tatis in like like 30 years ago, Fernando Tatis, we wouldn't have known that like you know he had hurt himself, kind of you know, misbehaving or, or whatever. Um, right here in Colorado, do you remember? Yep, Madison, Madison Bumgarner. Bumgarner. Like, he was on ATVs, and he was out. He missed a missed a period of time. So it's like, and then he immediately goes out, and he's like Bronco busting. And he was like a, ro he, he did rodeo. Dusty Saunders was his alter <laughs> really? ego. So he was doing that under a different name. Uh, I don't know that there's like any, I'm sure there's footage that's out there, but he's kind of kept it under wraps. It must have been like such, it was like so low-key, you know, rodeo clowning or whatever. Yeah. That like, there's not a ton of video that you can see because right. I've never, I've never seen anything of, of that. But you know, he does that or had done that in the off season. You, you get, you gotta, your body's your temple. You, you gotta be cautious with that. Oh, hundred percent. Like these guys, I know in a lot of contracts, there's, I can't, right. you can't snowboard, you can't do, you know, other various activities. So I feel like a lot of these guys. You know, a lot, like you said, a lot of these injuries could be, they could be doing something worse than That's they right. say, but I, I wouldn't be the one to be like, yeah, I, I fell down my stairs and, and, you know, it, I'd be like, oh no, I was in the weight room, you know, on the, on the uh, squat rack and just tweaked my back a little bit. Right. That's, that would be my call. That'd be my, like my standard company line. I could, I could talk about this all day, but we'll, we'll go out on something that you, you could win a beer, right? It's like one of those bar bets and see if someone can figure out. So you'd ask someone, all right, what does Matt Latos, I know you remember him, Goose Gossage, Colorado guy, 
Juan Gonzalez, Russ Springer, and Sammy Sosa, what do they all have in common? You could sit there and think, ah, did they play with the Cubs? And No, they all miss time from sneezing. They all hurt themselves sneezing. I can see that. That would be me, 100%. I, I sneezed like 10 times this morning, and I was like really frustrated with it because it just didn't stop. But if you like try to hold that in, you know, that's a, a strained, maybe oblique, maybe back. Um, if your back's already hurting and you sneeze, that's never fun. Or if your chest is hurting and you sneeze, never fun as well. So I can see that. I, I So we've already learned that you've got, what did we say it was? Emetophobia, yep. fear of vomiting. You may also have sternetophobia, a fear of sneezing. Sternetophobia. I, I, yes, I, I would agree. I feel like I get like because it just ruins your like next 10 minutes when you sneeze ten, feel like you feel like you're in a good spot you know I'm breathing well I have some serious sinus issues that I won't <laughs> won't get into but and then I sneeze and it's like oh cool next 10 minutes is I'm gonna be wiping my nose I'm gonna be you know talking like my nose is plugged it's just a whole mess all right well if, if you ever have to you know uh, skip out on me doing a podcast recording you know, I'll know that a sneeze. Yeah, hit see, you really I got hard. a sneeze pass with you now. That's it. You got a sneeze pass. We're on the same page. It's okay. Perfect. Uh, don't injure yourself sneezing out there, folks. That's the message to you, Susie. Uh, you've got a message for everybody else, don't you? <laughs> Thank you, Patrick and Spencer, for breaking down all these very weird injuries. We have the most amazing guest. I told you we were going to get a very special surprise guest. Say hello to Dune. This is Dune Saez. It's Marissa and Christian's new puppy. He's a Sagittarius, but he doesn't know what that means. Dune, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Oh, we're so happy to have you. See, it's another Susan Saez show. Isn't that exciting for you? I suppose so. No, you don't know what that means, I guess, do you? <laughs> Literally no idea. Can I have a snack? Yeah, you can. You're doing such a good job. Oh. So I'm going to do the rest of the show in this like high-pitched puppy voice. I appreciate that. Do you like the puppy voice when people talk to you like this? It's a little patronizing if I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're being so... You know what? Just for your troubles, I'll give you another treat. Delicious. <laughs> Oh, so cute. Um, I'm obsessed with you. Do you want to go through some tweets with me? I literally don't know what that is, but I'll do anything with so, you, Susie. Oh, thank you, honey. Okay, so we got to head to this segment I like to call stupid bullshit. Um, <laughs> the D-backs had a funny tweet today. <laughs> um, the D-backs had a tweet. They tweeted to threaten a Boston Tea Party situation. So get this. They said that if this got 1776 retweets, they would put that T in the D-backs pool. And obviously they did that because they're playing Great Britain. They're playing Great Britain. Isn't that so interesting? I mean, I understand the historical significance of such a <laughs> gesture, but really at the end of the day, it makes them look a little small. <laughs> That's the right answer. <laughs> Good job. I just I can't stop thinking about all the chlorine mixed with the tea. It seems oh, off-putting. That is really gross. That's a really good point. Um, okay, do you know who Cole Tucker is? Uh, for the sake of this segment, let's say yes. <laughs> Cole Tucker, of course, we know, engaged to a very famous woman, Vanessa Hudgens. Apparently, fans were heckling Cole Tucker over his 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 lady, over his fiance. 
I don't know what kind of heckling it was. I don't know if they were. I don't. I couldn't imagine someone saying something bad about Vanessa Hudgens, <laughs> but whomst amongst us could hold such a controversial opinion? Vanessa Hudgens is a world class talent. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Dune. You're so wise beyond your years. But listen. Oh my gosh, is he really like on the screen as a cutout right now? <laughs> I look great. You do. Here's a treat. <laughs> <laughs> Dune, listen, I don't know what you know about wrestling or, like, the culture of this show, but... Oh, do you want to wrestle right now? <laughs> we can wrestle right now. No, we'll wrestle after the show. But Vanessa Hutchins, is she secretly a wrestling girly now? Look at what WWE posted. She's got the, the belt. She's got the belt. Look at her go about her business. What? Why does she have the belt? I don't know. We didn't really get any context, but she's just like being cute with it. She just simply has it and is showing it to the people? Dune, who do you think is cuter? You or Vanessa Hudgens? Well, part of my cuteness is my humility, and so I'm going to have to say Vanessa Hudgens. Oh, my good. Oh, a guy who gets the brand. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> um... Uh, one last thing that I want to get to before we hand the show, or before we hand the studio over to the Nuggets pregame. Someone made an AI of what your team motto would be, and uh, the Rockies one is pretty, I don't know, I think it's kind of spot on. So we have the tweet of it. It might be a little hard to see because these are very tiny. This is very tiny text, very tiny font. I but can't read even large text. Oh, you can't read. You're right. Okay, so the Colorado Rockies AI-generated motto is, it's going to be beautiful or maybe acceptable. Probably both, you know? Me, oh my. I feel like I want to go to the ballpark right now. Oh, are you going to go to Bark in the Park? Oh, you can't answer because you have food in your mouth. I'll let you chew it first. Crunch, yum, crunch, yum, crunch. yum, 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 yum. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Um, uh, I like some of these other ones, the D-backs ones. Uh, the D-backs uh, motto, you got to beat him or you can't. <laughs> that, that checks out, right? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Who has the best one? Uh, the best one. Um, uh, I mean, I think the Rockies might have the best one. Minnesota Twins, outstanding stories of day-to-day -day experience. That's just like the Midwest in general. That sounds like a, the start of a haiku. Oh, it kind of does. <laughs> Oakland Athletics, hitting is for suckers. That's the best one. That's the best one. Are, uh, Dune, are you staying around for FAC? I, I'm not in control of my own uh, whereabouts. All right, because so. your mom has to drive you home. Yeah, I'd love to stay, though. You had such a long day, such a busy day in the office. I'm so cute, but I'm going to get hammered. Oh. The way you were looking at me is, like, so amazing. Here you go. Here's a treat for your troubles. Dude, yum, thank yum, you yum, so yum, much yum, for yum, joining yum, the yum, show. Yum, such a good boy. A Susan Saya show. <laughs> Dune Bug Sayas, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Absolutely amazing. Oh, I know. Okay, we're going to close out the show. Okay, hi, people. We're going to close out the show. <laughs> 
Um, we have the Nuggets playing in, uh, well, they're playing very soon. Nuggets pregame is coming on right after this on the DMVR Sports YouTube channel. Um, the uh, Rockies and Mariners are doing a combined women's only broadcast tomorrow. That's Saturday. So definitely check that out. That'll be really cool to see. Um, remember to spring forward on Saturday night slash Sunday morning, whatever you want to call it. For the it. last time ever. For the, apparently, yeah. Don't I don't like that. And we can talk about this. I don't like how when we change uh, the time, it really shows how it's a man-made construct. I appreciate being consistent more than being uh, seasonal when it comes to time. But that's just me. You know what? You, that's a thought-out response. <laughs> you can have a treat. <laughs> Um, make sure you check out the DNVR.com. Patrick just posted a great story predicting the opening day roster. So uh, highly recommend that read. And yeah, come back with us. Uh, you can find all the latest Rockies updates all weekend long and every day of the week at DNVR underscore Rockies. You can follow me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. And Dune, you know what they say about me closing out a show? You don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. So hey, let's watch some 500 baseball if we're lucky. Where did you learn that? All right, guys, we will talk to you Monday at 11 a.m. right here on the DNVR Sports YouTube channel. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.